I read a quote the other day. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. And that was by Eleanor Roosevelt. I don't know about you, but growing up as a PK, I was a little different than all of my other friends. Some people had some things to say, but it takes a lot of courageousness to stand in who you are and who you are created to be. Being unique is one of the best things that I can ever tell you today. You are uniquely made. And we're going to talk to someone today that's going to share his story about being unique, being different and loving it. All right. Get ready, y'all. We're about to take a ride with my boy Shaka D Cakes. Welcome to the Hey Sugar Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Ramsey, confidence coach, brand designer, avocado toast lover, creative at heart, and yes, your friendly neighborhood purpose pusher. What up, y'all? It's your girl, Amanda, and welcome to another episode of the Hey Sugar Podcast. I have a guest today that I love so much, hold him dear, true to my heart. I'll call him nephew, but he's not just known by nephew. His name is Justin, a.k.a. Shaka D. Cakes. He is a music artist, producer, creative, and all-around dope dude. Give it up for my boy, Shaka D. Cakes. Ah! <laughs> what up, Shaka? <laughs> you crazy, man. What's up? <laughs> What's up, auntie? Yeah, uh, for y'all, just to let y'all know, he called me auntie. Everybody call me auntie. But if you see me on the streets, don't call me auntie because I ain't your auntie. Auntie, she my auntie. Okay. You got to get a card to call me auntie, right? Right. You don't have to (laughs) her flowers at least, at least twice. (laughs) Oh, man. So I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. You feel that, right? Thing with my silly miss. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to be talking today about... um, about your story and about you loving yourself and you are in the music industry. And uh, I know that that is a crazy world in itself because I'm an artist as well, but you have to be solid on who you are the moment you decide to be in the industry. Um, So let's talk about it. So when did you notice that you were different? Talk about your journey of discovering who you are as an artist because um, I've seen your 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 journey unfold. And then how or when did you notice you were different than other rappers out there? Yeah. So uh, first and foremost, uh, giving thanks and honor to God who is ahead of my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I couldn't help it. But um, yeah, I started. Uh, I grew up. So I grew up in these like in these suburbs, in these suburbs. So. Most of my neighbors are white. Um, mm. I had three black neighbors. They were actually cut to the two neighbors. The other two black neighbors were actually related to each other, <laughs> which is, you know, it's like there just was not a lot of, you know, there's not a lot of black people. So represent I, represent where you from? Where you from? Right. Right. But I'm from Corona, the crown town where the where the kings reside. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh it it was just it was just different and i didn't really i didn't really realize it was different until one day one of the white boys up the street called me the n word mm-hmm. and like i didn't even know what the n word was but it just was not sitting right in my like it was not sitting right in my spirit at all mm-hmm. and then finally uh 
my my neighbor Lucas, who's one of my, he's like probably he Lucas could could get me thrown in jail. Lucas could give me uh, you know, <laughs> Luke, <laughs> Lucas knows the whole story. Lucas knows the whole story. Um, but uh it wasn't until Lucas came up behind me and was like, don't say that to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're mm-hmm. like, don't call him that. You know what I'm saying? Like that I realized like, okay, well, what, why, why is that word? You know what I'm saying? Like, why is that word so offensive to me? You know what I'm saying? Um, and why is Lucas getting mad? Cause Lucas, Lucas is really peaceful. Lucas would not hurt any, Lucas couldn't hurt a fly. I mean, he could, but he wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, just after that, you know, you talk to your parents, they give you every every black kid gets that same speech, you know, like, uh, you know, it's an ugly, terrible word, but that's not what you are. You're black. Your skin is beautiful. Uh, your lips are big. You got nappy head. You know what I'm saying? The whole whole nine yards and all that stuff. But like ever since then, I just started yeah. it, it clicked with me. It was like, like, yo, I'm like, I'm different. And yeah, it was cr- what was crazy to me is like my family at the at that time we were we were i wouldn't say we were rich but we were well off you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying we had we had benzes in the driveway mom drove lexus uh mm-hmm. my eldest brother got gifted a benz and was just so responsible that it was like buy me a toyota <laughs> you know what i'm saying like we, we had it you know what i'm saying um mm-hmm. it, and it was a blessing to grow up and never have without but it was crazy to me because you know i'd see other black people on tv like a- after that happened i'd see other black people on tv that didn't have it like we had it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then, but I'd also go out and walk around. Like, Corona is pretty suburban, but it's still, you know, right in that middle ground of, like, there's still some poor folk over here. And, I, you know, I'm going out and I'm seeing, like, all these broke white people. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. you guys are broke to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah, it's my father's money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's my daddy's house, but it's like, I'm my daddy's child. So you, y'all are broke to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and ever... So just growing up and living like that, you know, being being one of the few black people, one of the few black families where the dad will pull up and pick you up from school in the bins and you see everybody else's, you know, white parents picking them up in like uh, Honda Accords and Toyota Celicas <laughs> and Ford Fiestas and things like that, you know. So that that's when I really realized I was like, well, I'm I'm different. I don't know what's going on with the rest of the, the rest of the world, but I'm different. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it started where you were noticing where you were living in your neighborhood, that you were Mm -hmm. one of few African-Americans that lived there. Um, Mm -hmm. And then your um, your income level of your family was different. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was the beginning of you seeing that you were different. Then what was the next stage of you seeing that you were different? So um, I am the (laughs) I feel like I'm the only 27 year old. and I'm gonna explain this. That like is is I wouldn't I don't want to say old school because I don't like to um, like put a label on worshiping God. You know what I'm saying? Or put any labels on uh, religion or things like that. But I'm I realized when I was about 14, 15, 16, like I was an old school Christian. Like, and it was like it, it, it was a battle because I wanted to rap. Like I really, really wanted to rap, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And I and I chose to rap, which is a blessing on itself. But mm-hmm. I it I realized because you know I I've been sitting I've been sitting talking to people like I want to start a band, and they were like, "Well, bro, you know how to rap, rap." And it was like, "Well, yeah, but I don't want to do Christian rap because it's corny. Christian rap is so corny. I like I don't care. Like I don't I'm gonna 
gonna. They, I beg to differ with some artists, but we're not even gonna get into that discussion. We're today. not gonna get into that. There's about four or five of y'all. I'm like, yeah, but uh, you know. <laughs> this is not a battle. We are not trying to. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm a rapper. Everything is a battle. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. No, nah, no. Nah. But um, but all like all jokes aside, I was like, I just don't like. I want to be able to say what I feel like needs to be said. I don't want you know. Um, and you know, I don't think I don't think any other any other kid at that time who wanted to rap. You know what I'm saying? And mind you, we have. Let's see, I'm 27, so probably like four or five of our favorite artists and four or five of my favorite artists and me are the same age, you know? So I feel like I was, I felt different because like everyone was like, well, why won't you just rap? Why won't you just rap? Why won't you just rap? And, and the response is always like, well, I don't want, I don't want to be saying anything or glorifying anything that I don't really feel like is true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Versus everybody else that I was with, we go, you know, we go rap, we'd be at the ciphers and stuff like that. And it'd be like, oh, you know, I got I got six gold chains and a girl who loved me, new bins, whoopty whoopty whoop. And it's like, dog, we're in the 10th grade. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like, that's really when I real like, like getting older and then like starting to rap. That's when I really realized I was like, yeah, I'm just different because I, uh, I don't. I'm not going to do all this cliche stuff. Like, that's why these other guys are out to do the cliche stuff. You know, I, I could be my own person. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that's not, that wasn't your message. So you had to make sure that you, you know, not necessarily step, you stood out because you decided to be different. You decided yeah. to talk about what you want to talk about. So yeah. when you, when you first branched out, like legit branched out as an artist and you put the music out there, what were you feeling like? Uh, did you have some, like a uh, low self-confidence. Like, I don't know if they're going to accept my stuff. I don't know, you know, if they're going to be feeling my music. You know, I'm a little different. Did you get any of those feelings? Um, I definitely, so I can, I can actually like answer this like completely. So I did, uh, Steven, shout out to Steven. I know you be editing. I'm going to shout you out right now, bro. Uh, make sure you turn that up. You know what I'm saying? When you're doing the interview, shout out Steven. <laughs> um, uh, I wrote a song when I was younger called Confectionate Sugar. I was like 16. And I put it like I put it out on SoundCloud or whatever. And I was like, I was excited about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, it wasn't, I didn't, the only thing I didn't like about that song was that I had failed in like my original mission statement, which was make music that's different, that's not copying every other social norm. Cause mm. I got a lot of that song. I'm like, it's raining women, hallelujah, and they're all yellow. Praise Buddha. Like, that's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's tight. It's a bar, but it's not appropriate. You know what I'm saying? Why At did least you do me, that though? Why yeah. did you? Why did you? If your mission was that, but why did you record that? You think? And that, uh, I think I recorded that because it was a confidence thing, and it became a self love thing. Um, mm. in two thousand, from 2008 to 2012, people musically didn't want to hear anything happy i would say like no one's trying to uh you know yeah we did it we're happy woo 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 is like you know kendrick lamar me and my mm-hmm. trying to get it uh we got a pool full of liquor and you dive in it you know what i'm saying and the message of those songs are like really really cool but sometimes the way that it gets conveyed to me is muddy you know what i'm saying um yeah. and that that's why i have felt like i had failed that because you know yeah it 
again, the line is tight. You know, rapper Justin is like, that's, yeah, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But my spirit is like, you know, so we're just still going to glorify the, uh, we're still going to objectify women. You know what I'm saying? We're still Mm going to, we're still going to talk about drug use and not like, you know, I know there's a big weed versus everything else debate, but I'm talking about like drugs, like acid, mushrooms, you know what I'm saying? Like drug, drugs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that for me, it was like, because I had lacked the confidence to just stand on, I'm going to make music that's different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That started to pour in to the music that I was making. And then I, like, I have a bunch of songs that are like bangers and I love them. But again, just for me, they're not, at this point in my life, it wouldn't even be appropriate to do like perform those songs anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So when you had that moment, then you're like, you made a decision, like, I'm just going to be, be me. I'm going to be different. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going to follow the trend. I'm not going to follow the norm in hip hop. I'm just going to say what speaks to me. Right. And uh, when you took that stance and then what was, what was the song that followed when you took that stance? When you like, this is who I am. This is who I'm going to rap about or what I'm going to rap about. What was the song that you just broke out with? You um, remember? Thunderbolt. That wasn't too long ago. How long ago was that? Like that, about, that was about three years ago. And mind you, I had a, I came out with, a, with another, so I came out with a whole little EP. It's called uh, Thunderbolt Light. Um, mm-hmm. And I have four songs on it. And um, the there's the album Thunderbolt, and then there's a song that I wrote called 1994. Okay. Um, after I wrote, after I did 1994, uh, and like I listened to it, you know, because that, that song is like very, very, very personal to me. Like, and even when I listen to it now, I can remember exactly like the mentality I was in when I wrote that song because I was like, um, I had been doing shows, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and I think I actually wrote that song right after I had done a show. And I think Steven, yeah, I think Steven was the only person that came to see me at that show, Steven and Dylan. Wow. Yeah. So I, you know, I was hurt. My, I was in my ego. I was in my feelings. And mind you, it's like I, mm-hmm. in my mind, I got hits. You know, all these females got problems. Problems. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I don't give a about your sheep. Am I? You know, it's like, like we's going in. You know what I'm saying? And it's, but like none of that stuff really sticks to people. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not it's not soul food. It's not gonna like stick to your ribs. Mm-hmm. So I remember like sitting down and like just writing. Never wanted never wanted to rock a Gucci chain. Never wanted platinum gold or rings. I just want my melodies to get get me paid, but it seems my releases are never getting played. Like, Mm. that's when, that's when it like clicked, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I just got to tell the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like if I tell, if I tell the truth, people will resonate with that. So after 1994, like I did Thunderbolt and there's still like, there's still like things, you know what I'm saying? That I wouldn't necessarily say I agree with even when I was writing it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's things that I don't agree with, but I also learned that it's like, I'm speaking, I'm speaking the language of hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it gives me the uh, leeway to be, you know, cussing and doing all that stuff. But what right. it does is if, if I decide the F bomb in a song, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not because I'm trying to use the F bomb. It's because, I'm going to convey to you, the listener, how I was feeling in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Of that song being recorded. Mm-hmm. And that's that. 
Thunderbolt, the album in 1994, the song or what do or what got me back to that place. Yeah. 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 That's dope. So you you got back on track with that album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's dope. So, you know, with you being different in the industry and everything, let's talk about um, how social media can influence us to not be unique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's talk about that. How you, what you feel about social media and how, you know, we can get a little swayed when we look at other people and seeing what they doing, how they doing, what they got, who they got. And be yeah, like, yeah mean, that should be me. Social media, social media is tough because uh, to your point, you look at people like that and it's like, wow, that like that should be me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, social media is just that media. You know what I'm saying? And if we. You know, especially black folk, you know, I don't, I don't trust the news. You know, I don't, try, <laughs> I, don't tr- I don't trust CNN. I don't trust Fox. I don't, you know, but we'll trust Instagram and Twitter and uh, mm-hmm. TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Um, social social media is probably the most destructive tool that's ever been created. And not saying that it's not useful because, you know, I use Instagram. I use all these things. Mm-hmm. But as an artist, like, the the best part of being an artist is that you get to be unique. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For every, there's only one Buster Rhymes in the entire world. You know what I'm saying? There's only one Buster Rhymes. There's mm-hmm. only one Kirk Franklin in the entire world. And even though there might be people that try to emulate that, you will never be able to come close to the source material. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just like, just like you and Shanti look alike, but Shanti doesn't look exactly like you. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's my daughter, y'all. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that's my cousin. Sorry, that's, that's my cousin. Um, but uh, but it's like Shanti is her own person, and you are your own person. And just mm-hmm. like with Instagram, the the issue with Instagram and the reason why I think it's so destructive is because. If I were to base everything I did as an artist off of what I see other rappers doing on Instagram, I would fail. Mm. And why would you fail, Shaka? Because I'm unique. <laughs> the, the Everybody on Instagram, they're on Instagram doing that because that's what they like to do. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's It feeds their need. It feeds the sense of ego. It feeds the sense of everyone's looking at me. You know what I'm saying? Um and I've and I've honestly found the people who are off Instagram the most are the most successful. Mm-hmm. You know, the people who are off Twitter the most are the most successful. And it's because why am I going to watch you doing it when I can just go out and do it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so as an artist and I guess I guess this would be more of a warning to anybody. I don't care if you're 50 or 50 years old and an artist or 13 and just starting to, you know, make beats on Fruity Loops, like go outside. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, go like go outside because social media as an artist, again, it's a tool, you know, um, I'm not going to keep my wrench that I used to fix my car on my person all the time because I'm not going to need to use it all the mm-hmm. time. You know, mm-hmm. it's called a tool because when you need to use it, you're going to the tool, you know what I'm saying? You get it, you use your you tools. Use it. Yeah. And that's Just- true. You know, social media can be destructive depending on how you view it, but it is actually, like you said, a tool that's very useful for music artists or anybody that's a creative. I mean, there's a lot of people that have made millions of dollars being themselves. And that's the biggest thing is like when you're on social media and you choose that to be your platform to share your gift or your talent, you have to be your unique self. 
That's exactly. what it, I mean, if you're trying to secure the bag, that's what's getting people paid is being your unique self, not being a copy of not like T-Pain talking about. We already got the baby. We don't need all the other babies. But being who you are, what makes you unique is what's going to start opening doors for you. And, you know, you fulfilling and walking in your purpose, being you. Exactly. Um, and even, and even to speak on that, uh, when when I just got off the social medias, you know what I'm saying? And mind you, you use your social media as the tool that it is, because I've made uh shout out to Go Shaft, who's in Indiana right now. That's that's one of my closest friends. Mm-hmm. And we met on Instagram and we've met in person. You know what I'm saying? We we've uh, broken bread together and things like that. But, you know, it's it's good to go on Instagram and see people who resonate, you know what I'm saying? And just shoot them a DM like, hey, bro, I really like the kicks that you're using in your production. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we should link up and collab. That's what it's for. You know what I'm saying? It's not It's not yeah. so you can wake up every day, look at Instagram, see six foot two Tito Puente, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Flexing with his uh, girlfriend, with his little bad B or whatever, talk about, yeah, this is the life, chase the bag, smoke, you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's, that's whack. <laughs> Yeah, you you got it. You got to find your place. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, be unique and be who you are. Yeah. And, uh, you know, use it to show who you are. And that's yeah. that's what social media is for. It's like your own reality show. Show your reality. Exactly. Your real stuff. So tell me how um, how do you being in this in this industry? Um, you got some great things coming up, but being in the industry, being unique. Um, you have to learn how to love yourself and love who you are. So let's talk about self-love since it's the end of the, the month of, of the love month. Um, how do you walk in self-love as a man? Because, you know, we don't when you think about self-love, let's just be honest. People think about women when you think about self-love. Right. Because that's what you yeah. see on social media. You see in magazines, you see on TV, whatever it may be, any digital platform. When people speak about self-love, they're always sharing the stories of women and their journey to self-love. Not too often do we talk about the journey of self-love for a man. So you as a 20-something-year-old man, talk about what is walking in self-love for you look like. Um, okay, so for, for me, uh, sorry if I'm going on long. Anybody who's listening, sorry. I just, you know, people people rarely ask me to talk. So <laughs> um, for me, what really started it was, uh, I, okay, we just going to tell the whole story because I'm just a pretty honest guy and I'm kind of trying to live in that. So uh, I was, uh, yeah, right. So I was, uh, was actually dating a girl and... Um, Despite what she may think of her, she's she's a she's probably one of the most solid human beings that I had ever gotten the opportunity to meet in my life. Her name was Jael Jones, mm-hmm. um, and we were dating and just keeping it a bean thousand. Like she was not the best girlfriend, but I was a terrible boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? And I bring that up because, um, like, I didn't I didn't love myself. Before I'd even asked her out before, you know, she was basically the validation for me to say that I'm not weird. I'm not crazy. You know what I'm saying? Someone believes in my dreams. Someone like that. That was that validation for me was her. Mm. So when me and her broke up, uh, like it was it was hard. It was very hard to love myself. And what I mean by that is like, bro, I was, just, I was doing the most like because as a man. 
it's it's really important to understand that loving yourself is not just your like physical needs. Loving yourself is not going out and finding a girl and having sex all the time. Loving yourself is not hitting the bottle when you're depressed. You know what I'm saying? Loving yourself is is like figuring it, figuring out why you are the way you are. Mm-hmm. And um, so for me, after that, it started this. I want to say it, it was a beautiful journey because I had to learn how to love myself. I had to learn that, you know, sex does not validate who you are as a man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, the alpha male mentality is not what we think it is. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. I had to learn that the man who loves himself loves his mother. You know what I'm saying? Like, those, those are all things that I had to learn on, like, this self-love journey. So after that relationship, basically any girl that came up to me and was like, hey, you're cute. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's the one. Mm-hmm. We're getting married. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh you know, f- finally somebody accepts, you know, just like Justin, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody loves Shaka. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Shaka is literally the embodiment of let's go out and have a good time. You know what okay. I'm saying? And but through that, I, I learned that, like, that's just it. Everybody loves Shaka. Nobody, nobody knows about Justin. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, nobody knows that Justin watches uh, romantic comedies by himself and will cry because that mm. I'm just into that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's just who I am as a person. And most people yeah. will call me a simp, but it's like I, I'm just a cure in who I am as a man. You know what I'm saying? And um, the more I started to love myself, the more it was easier to start to love other people and learn. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that the more I love myself, yeah. The like the more, the more, the more I, the more I learn about Justin. The more I learn that these things make you mad. Why do they make you mad? Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Okay, they don't make you any. They don't make you mad anymore. Going to therapy was huge for me. I encourage any man, no matter how old you are, to go seek a therapist. And if my roommate can hear me, can I get an amen? Thank you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, because it's it's just it's in, it's important. And we see a lot of like relationships and things fall and we see a lot of men kill themselves. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> we see a lot of men kill themselves. We see a lot of men, you know, fall into like the trap of like, well, I'm gonna just pay pay for the Poonan. You know what I'm saying? Like because they mm-hmm. don't love themselves. They don't have the standard for themselves and none of that. And when you you know, when you learn to love yourself and at least for me, the biggest like therapy, going outside, meeting, meeting my church family, that was huge. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and just learning, you know what I'm saying? Like Justin is tight. Like Justin is tight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the art, the Shaka D cakes is an artist. He was created to be tight. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's, it's just an expression of myself. That's always on, you know what I'm saying? But ju- Justin cries, Justin Justin's sad that he's about to be away from two of his aunts, his cousins, and his best friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's that's what it was for me, was learning, like, learning about Justin, learning about what makes me tick, learning about what makes me happy. And um, because of that, now it's like, there's there's a list. Um, I have a really good girlfriend. Her name is uh, Jessie Christine. And um, I tell I tell girls I'm talking to all the time, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a standard that I have in my life. Jesse is the standard of like women that I'll even entertain now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's yeah. just self-love. I love myself so much that it's like anything less 
mm-hmm. than what I know I deserve, you know what I'm saying, is absolutely out of the question. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, loving yourself is embracing who you are, every part of who you are, uh, forgiving yourself for the mistakes that you've made, uh, embracing your journey, loving who you are, who you were created to be. That's all a part of self-love and uh, affirming yourself as yeah. a man or a woman. Yeah. Um, and I was just talking to uh, my guest from the last episode about, you know, it's always preached to women to um, affirm yourself and have affirmations, put sticky notes on the refrigerator or on the mirror. But, you know, it's not often encouraged to men to do that. So, you know, all the guys out there, you know, if you're not into sticky notes and you don't want to put that on your refrigerator or your mirror, you know, put that in a reminder on your phone that pops up every morning yeah. at eight o'clock and saying, you know, hey, you are dope. You know, you're amazing. Like, you know, you deserve yeah. good love. You know, you deserve uh, wellness. Uh, you deserve to be mindful. All these good things, you know, that yeah, we need to do. And and just to piggyback off real quick, like, especially as men, like mm-hmm. your emotions are valid, guys. Like your emotions are so valid. Yeah. And where, especially in dating, like, because I, what I've noticed at least like recently is a lot of a lot of men's self-worth is is um like dating you know what i'm saying it's like i'm worthless if i can't find somebody who loves me essentially and it's like just okay like i don't i don't like to spend this because women are the prize you know what i'm saying like i have a niece like when she gets married whoever is lucky enough to get to marry my niece which will be in a very very long time Uh huh. Whoever is lucky enough to marry my niece, you know what I'm saying. He's got the prize. But my issue with that mentality is, is like, shouldn't a girl want a prize too? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. shouldn't, shouldn't a want like you know? Don't women want the prize too? You know, like I know my I know my queen in the future is going to be everything that I need. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's a prize to me, and is is it makes me remiss. And again, this is like, guys, you gotta love yourself because this is really the mentality. It's like. If you don't see yourself like she sees herself, you're lost. <laughs> yeah, man, you, you got to love yourself. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You are the prize just as much as she is the prize. Yeah, like I'm a, you got to say to yourself, I'm, I'm a good man. Hey, I'm, 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 sick. I'm big sexy. Shoot. Uh, hello, somebody. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, y'all, y'all, men, y'all there, you guys do definitely need to, um, to love yourself as a man. Love yourself as Justin talked about it being just a regular person. And then he also talked about, you know, his relationship with God and how, you know, he walks in self-love with that, knowing who God has made him to be, which is like unique. Um, so tell us, how do you show yourself self-love? Like some of the things you do, like, you know, we have self-care Saturday, self-care Sunday. Like, yeah. what, How are some of the ways you show yourself self-love? Um, so I'm going to break this into uh, spiritual and non-spiritual um, mm-hmm. Because I, everybody does not believe in God like I do. Okay. But I'm going to start with the non-spiritual and then go to the spiritual. Okay. So I oh, every day I wake up, part of my self-love is to create music. Okay. that That's absolutely essential to my process. And it doesn't matter if I'm going to actually use it. It doesn't matter if I'm going to sell. It just doesn't matter. I get up and I make it just like it's just for justin you know what i'm saying like it is just for justin so i can get my brain on get everything cranking i love going to get like uh mani pedis you do that 
absolutely essential. I literally have told everybody at church at least one time, let's go get our nails done. That's <laughs> dope. Okay. Manny yeah, Petty. Um, all right. All right. You know what I'm saying? I've really been getting into like, um, my my roommate's really been getting me into like fashion and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, just kind of like wearing whatever you want, you know, just wear whatever you want and just make it look nice, you know? Um, makes you feel good when you dress Yeah. Up makes me feel good um i've been really really on the journey of getting a haircut every two weeks and if anybody knows me personally i hate getting my haircut because Mm -hmm. i'm a big big proprietor of god made my hair nappy this way and i'm gonna just let it do what it does but the haircut you know what i'm saying when you look in the mirror and you see you see your clean Mm -hmm. beautiful stuff you know what i'm saying it's just man i be. Anytime I get a haircut, I always go holler at somebody. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, hey, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Like, because it don't matter if I get rejected. I know I look cute right now. (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) You know? Um, But that's just, that's like some of the just like regular stuff I do. As far as my spiritual life, um, I pray. Like that's, that really helps with the self-love aspect. Because um, like, you know, I just I just believe in God and I don't believe God makes mistakes. And I am the I, I am the way I am. And I don't use that as an excuse to not grow and change and evolve and things like that. But, you know, I like. I'm I'm learning I ha- like through prayer and through walking with God, I've learned like I'm the hype man. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm every if I love you and I tell you I love you, first and foremost, I mean it. Second of all. I don't care if you're broke. I don't care if you're down on your luck. Like, I'm going to hype you up. You know what I'm saying? Um, Mm -hmm. Because that's just what I've been given to do. And I love that about myself. I will cry with people, you know? It's just just who I am, you know? And through prayer and learning, like, learning more about myself, like, ultimately, I've learned, like, I I am I'm the last uh, old Negro of the 21st century. (laughs) And, like, what I mean by that is I used to, I used to grow up and, uh, Goofy used to be my hero, uh, from Disney channel, you know, Max mm-hmm. and Goofy, the Goofy mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. and, uh, the older I get, the more I realize why. And it's because even though he was the way he was, he, he just had so much love to give, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he loved his son. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he loved hanging out with, uh, uh, Donald and Mickey, you know what I'm saying? Like he he loves his friends, he loves his family, he loves his dog. Or I forget if they had it. I've always thought it was weird that Pluto was a dog, had a dog. Goofy's a dog, <laughs> right? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But like that, like just even in that, you know what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. like the older I get, I realize it's just like I'm not weird. I'm just goofy. I like I'm I'm goofy, <laughs> and yeah. because of and like through prayer and all of those things, it's just helped me really to like embrace like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's get let's get these people in there. Let's go. <laughs> so you definitely you're definitely affirmed by uh your relationship with God and who God says you are. Yeah. 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 That's dope. And you know, that's all about, you know, being uniquely made. Um, I don't know what the scripture is, but you know, embracing who you are. Everyone is different. We're not made to be the same. And that, that's dope that you fully embrace who you are. Um, and I definitely encourage everyone out there that if you 
you're feeling different and you're feeling uncomfortable because you're not like everyone else. Get on the journey of learning who you are and how dope you are so that you can embrace who you are and just be it, be it, live it, speak it, talk it, walk it. Um, What's your your favorite quote, scripture, affirmation that you live by, Shaka? Uh, Philippians 3.14. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Why that scripture, you think? Um, honestly, so uh, my my parents got divorced. My mom got remarried. We were living in Wichita, Kansas. Went to a church called New Zion Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget that place because it like it was it was church, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but my mom, my mama, every every third or fourth Sunday. They, they'd always sing the same song. They're like, I press towards mark for the price of the high calling in Jesus Christ. And my mother always led the song. So just throughout my life, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not about to be here, sit up on here and be like, I've been the perfect Christian my entire life. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even like saying the word Christian because, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I won't even sit here and be like, I followed, I have followed faithfully and, you know, without falling or anything like that my entire life. But when I do fall, it's so much easier for me to reach in my heart for that verse because I hear my mom singing it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's that's really what it is for me. That's that is it just motivates me to remember like you you have a purpose here, you have a calling. There are yeah. things that you need to do. There are people you need to touch. Not everybody going to like you and that's fine, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But just press on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, press on. What about uh your favorite song. What song makes you amp? Get you hype? Gets the people going. Finito by Chief Keith. Okay. I don't know nothing about that song. I know Chief Keith, but I ain't never heard that song before. I'm, I'm a gorilla that out. in a coop, finna pull up and shoot. Okay. So yeah, it gets you amp, like letting letting you know who you are and who you what you about to do. That's what it did. Yeah. I, I had to do a sermon a few weeks ago at my church, actually. That's what I was listening to on the way up to church. Cause I was just like, let's go. We've been. Give a good word to do. <laughs> okay. Thunderbolt getting lit, huh? We lit. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. So what's next for you, Shaka? Like, what you got going on? What's coming up for you? You got some great things happening. I got a lot of things. Um, I got, um, so I'm throwing an album release party. It's called oh. The Deli- Uh, It's on March the 18th. I booked the spot LA in North Hollywood. I need, if you know me, if you're hearing my voice in this interview, I need you to be there. The only two people that have a pass for me are Steven and his brother-in-law, and they know why. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but other than like, other than that, um, you know, th- this show, like I've been in the game like 10 plus years. I haven't been super serious about it all the time, but when I decided to get serious and when I just started, decided to start, you know, giving all my problems to God and just kind of walking, you know, yeah. like, I started to see a lot more results and focus. So I just wanted to celebrate, celebrate not only myself, but celebrate, you know, the, 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 the journey. <laughs> okay. So you got that coming up and what else? Yeah. Um, I'm going on tour with, uh, Woo-hoo. on the EXO tour. Woody woo, praise God. Hey, that's how I know God is real, bro. Cause I didn't, I didn't even ask to do, I didn't ask to do any of this. Yeah. <laughs> like that. I tell people all the time. It's like, Oh, we're getting what you want. I didn't pray for any of this. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, I prayed God, you know, guide me, guide my steps and do all that stuff. But I didn't say mm-hmm. God put me on a tour. So just for my non-believing friends. 
but uh, yeah, going on tour with the EXO boys, I'll be out for 30, 31 days. Uh, y'all just nice. pray for me, man. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited. Uh, it's cool to be able, it's cool to be recognized for being unique. Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. That's exciting. I'm happy for you. Um, and I know that maybe not have been something that you set out to do, but as artists, you know, we need to get out there. We know we need to share our music, you know, amongst the masses. So that's a great opportunity for you. I'm excited for you. I know that uh, you're going to shine because you dope and we love you. I love you. Um, and I appreciate you, you know, really being very transparent on here and sharing about, you know, your journey of self-love and, and the importance it is, uh, the importance of men learning how to love themselves. Yeah. Here for that. I'm here for that too. Love yourself, brothers. Love yourself, fool. Oh Lord, this guy is crazy. Y'all knew it was crazy when I announced who's gonna be on this episode. You already, I don't any anybody listening to this right now should not be surprised. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, we already know it's lit. <laughs> we know it's lit. So how can we find you, Shaka? Um, you can find me on social media. Go look, go look. Don't stay there and stalk. Just look, you know what I'm saying? Like the post and get off. Social media ain't that good for your health. <laughs> but you can find me on social media at Shaka D Cakes. Shaka underscore lowercase d underscore cakes. Cool. We'll find them Shaka D Cakes on Instagram. And then also if you follow him on Instagram, you'll learn about where he is on tour. And if you happen to be listening to this outside of California, you can find them somewhere. Right. Also, also, uh-huh. this is me. Um, y'all can't see it because y'all ain't y'all ain't uh, in the room with us or whatever. But Mighty Morphin Thunderbolt is coming out March thirty first. I this the I did it. That's all I gotta say to everybody is I did it. You I did made it, y'all. Album, I made an album that is unique to me. No other album like this will ever exist in your life. So make sure you listen to it on March thirty first. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. Y'all catch uh, Shaka. On tour, y'all catch Shaka at his album release. Y'all catch Shaka on this new Mighty Morphins album that he got coming out March 31st, right? March 31st is Morphin time. Yes, yes. Y'all check check out my boy. And uh, man, all y'all guys out there, show yourself some love. Love yourself. Embrace your journey, who you are. And uh, just be all you can be. Be you. Be unique. Be different. Be different. All right, y'all. Y'all take care. Peace out. Steve, I'm gonna send you some ad libs to put in the back while I'm talking. So <laughs> he like, I ain't doing all that. <laughs> Steve was like, whatever. <laughs>